Welcome to the Hillyhead Show. This is episode 46. I am your host, kids, and with me is Gucci. I'm here. Press and it. we got fence post. All right, all right, all right. Nice. And we got Luke Warm Hands. What up? And we've got, uh, what? Who is he? Does he have a name yet? John. John? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> we got Mantard in the house. I mean, uh, Maynard in the house. <laughs> That's me. Yes. Uh, the nightmares are all coming back. <laughs> <laughs> We're a bunch of bullies. Mm-hmm. Happy to be here. All right, you guys. Well, what have you guys been up to? Uh, yeah. Those point. <laughs> not having a good time no why i don't know i just again work's been super busy i've literally been trying since the last show to to prep for f3n and stuff and fix helicopters and i swore i've not done a thing <laughs> that's the worst when you've done a lot but you feel like you've accomplished nothing exactly yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah i haven't turned a wrench in i don't know a few weeks now a couple weeks it's great. That's because you have a paid mechanic, right? Well, he's been gone in yeah, Greenville. That's true. I had to do my own wrenching. Ugh. Ugh. Your own wrenching. Ew. Yeah, it's not good for anybody. <laughs> I had to wrench myself. Ooh. I had to touch a bottle of Loctite. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to take that as a good thing because. There was a while there that I was like wrenching freaking every week on something. So the fact that I haven't had to do that, it's pretty damn nice. I'm not going to lie. So. Hmm. So yeah. is the whole fleet up and running? Uh, whole fleet as in two helis? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's what I got to add to my notes. Yeah. My bad. There you go. I forgot something. Let's just actively pick up the notes as we in, in our day recording. That's right. Yep. That's right. <laughs> I have stickers to pass to Kyle now. So. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, you know, just work. Wondering if I'm going to have a job in a few months. That's always fun. Uh-uh. Yeah. Contracts coming to an end. My uh, uh-uh. my my gov peeps. They know what I'm talking about. Gov peeps. Yeah. So, yeah, contract's coming to an end, so. Yeah, I know somebody that just had their contract end, too. Mm. I, you know, uh-huh. typically we spring back from it, but we'll see what happens, you know? We never can. Yeah. I might need to, you know, rent some carpet space from Scott and sleep on his floor. <laughs> no, you can have the bed. I'll take the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I want your oh, banana you hammock. Oh, you can have that. Mm. Yeah, you got. That's always warm. <laughs> I got a yellow one. I got a pink one, and a gray one with brown on the back. Mm. No. Does it say raw oh. on the back? Cause that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh man. Well, cool. All right, you guys. Let's jump right into it. So as always, we'd like to thank each and every one of you who listens and downloads and streams our podcast. We thank you guys so much. But uh, Gucci, why don't you? Uh, Rip it off, buddy. Well, 
did some flying as always. You know, I tried to come, go out every weekend, right? But now with all the craziness in my life with moving and everything else, I did get to fly surprisingly both Saturday and Sunday this past weekend. So I got some um, practice in for F3C. But the, the, over the weekend, the only thing that I practiced was the upstairs maneuvers for F3C. Because I usually do my hovering, like a nearby church grass field that we have here. Um, unfortunately, I cannot open it up because I'm only like a mile from the airport. <laughs> so I go to the club and I actually got to fly and I realized it's going to be a weak appearance on behalf of Gucci this weekend. But I'll show up, I'll do the best I can, and let's see where it takes us. Um, it's amazing how, you know, this. A lot of these maneuvers are not complicated, but you find your weak side really quickly. And that's what I'm working on is my weak side is everything coming from the right. So like if I'm doing a turn, you know, if I'm flying clockwise, that's my weak side. Um, so I'm working on the approaches from the right, uh, make yes. sure that they're nice and clean and everything else. But what I'm finding though, like when I go in, from flying F3C to flying like 3D, it's definitely making me more comfortable with the 3D flying too. So it's, mm. it's doing something. I don't know yet what that end goal is. Maybe it'll make me a better on the deck pilot we'll see it's only going to take me another 20 years <laughs> so by 57 i should be you know somewhat good on 3d flying so wow, there you go that's about it so no wrenching uh i'm actually right now just trying to figure out where i'm gonna store the helis when i move to the townhouse so mm. we do have a basement in the new townhouse but i don't know if i want to keep a whole fleet in that apartment just because well, you just take a couple to the apartment so I, th I think that's what i'm gonna end up doing is i'm just gonna take my f3c my genesis and i'm gonna take uh my kraken and just do it that way so and you want to store the rest of my house <laughs> do you want some do you need some do you need to crash some i'll i'll store them for you did i have enough room in my closet for like 30 helicopters <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I might just end up saying "fuck it all," covered under the homeowner's insurance, and just take them all. We'll see. Um, <laughs> so it's a fifty-fifty chance that I might have to place like a ten thousand dollar order to BK Hobbies in the near future if they get stolen. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, What's your address? Twenty-nine <laughs> twenty. <laughs> <2920. laughs> just um, put them in the bank. Stole it. Thing this is th that would be that would be such a like a, a New York City you know you know a move. What's your address? Oh yeah, they're gonna be stolen. <laughs> I don't know what happened. They were all stolen. Frankly, so, I'd laugh. Wait, why why are you going against New York City like that? That ain't right. What do you mean? Come on, you heard about all the insurance frauds in New York City. You know that. That happens everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you this, it Sorry. doesn't happen everywhere. Uh, everywhere I'm, in I'm New York New City. York, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's honest people in New York City. I know that. Where? But there's also. <laughs> oh, never mind. The ones that go. I'm right here, Scott. <laughs> you know, Andrew Lax listens to the show, Gooch. Oh, well, he's honest. He's a teacher. They're about as honest as they come until they get caught with students. 
And I, oh my lord, you went there. <laughs> God. Jesus. Man, so just took a turn, boy. Yeah. But yeah. There you go. No, I was just, I don't know, like, I'll have to figure out. I might just store them in my in-laws or something like that. So, um, we'll figure something out. But yeah, so my, so much permanent workshop needs to become a temporary workshop somehow. But we'll discuss about that later. But that's all I have. So awesome. I'm flying, no ranching. Cool. Next. Next. So my week. I am equally as unprepared as you for this entire event. As I mentioned before, I have one helicopter. So I will be competing with a raw. And I will pray that it will stay in one piece. And I will not slam it into the ground halfway through. But if I do, (laughs) I have a Logo 200 ready to go to compete with. (laughs) Yeah. So... I have a serious question for Monty. I need to know if the 20 meter altitude is legitimate 20 meters or if it's scaled based on helicopter size. <laughs> there you go. Because I can do my whole routine about 20 inches off the ground and we should be good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but no joke. Like, I haven't prepped music. I, I don't have a flight. It's incredibly bad. I've been slammed busy this entire week. I still have to log on to my work computer and finish a presentation that's due tomorrow. And I'm supposed to be driving to Virginia, so I'm totally screwed. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's yeah, fine. I, yeah. They, yeah. they'll I mean, have adaptive music. cruise control. You good? Yeah, I'll just sleep in the car. <laughs> it'll be fine. Uh, so speaking of cars, you uh, you got a car, huh? I deleted that line. I'm bringing it back, baby. Very convenient that you uh, <laughs> that you bring that back up. Yeah, yeah. You just did him dirty. Yeah, totally did me dirty. As some of you know, my M3 was broken for a large portion of last month. Drove me up the wall, took it to Spring Fling broken. Uh, I think I gave Leroy a ride. He can attest to the detonation while you're driving or misfiring, whatever you want to call it, the breakup. I fixed it a week after. Literally, I had it running Monday. No, Sunday. Sunday night, I got it fixed, and I was ecstatic. Took it to work on Monday. Traded into the dealer on Tuesday for more than I paid for it. <laughs> nice. And That's I never awesome. Fix that bitch again. <laughs> That's awesome. I figured uh, times are good. She's running good. Time to get rid of it. Yeah. Yep. Now's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Plus, right now the used car market's insane. So that's why I got yeah, it a really decent amount for it. So it was great. Well, cool. Yeah. Profit. Yeah. A work deal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Kyle, what you been up to? Uh, it has been kind of a busy week. Um, I received uh, the first production Nitro Raw, or quote-unquote production. It's uh, more finalized than the one that I've been flying. So Nice. Just been putting that together very slowly, going over the manual, making sure the steps are right and that everything makes sense and that it's, you know, in English and not Italian English. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just correcting that, making sure everything's going together well, and then hoping to fly that this weekend. So. It's sitting here in front of me, just buttoning it up and, you know, hoping to fly it tomorrow. Other than that, uh, BK Armories had a gun show over the weekend. We went to the Orlando, Florida uh, gun show, which is cool. Yeah, a lot of people came through, sold some guns. It was great for people watching. Between the two days, days, there's probably about 10,000 people that came through. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a pretty big event, so we saw nice. a lot of people and a lot of, 
yeah it was a good learning learning experience figure out what we need to yeah. stock next time and and all that so yeah. it was good so Kyle's, are Kyle's you guys going. ever gonna do um ammo too or yeah we just we get as much as we can just it's it's being allocated in so many different directions that we take whatever yeah. we can but usually yeah. it's stuff that we don't personally use like we get a lot of weird ammo but uh when we get it we scoop it up as quick as we can okay yeah right Cool. Other than that, just been the daily grind of shipping orders and and answering emails and stuff like that. So just been focusing on the Nitro Raw, and that's about it. Sweet. Yeah. Very cool. All right, mm-hmm. Maynard, what you got, buddy? Um, so pretty light week, but I did have a nice little uh, fly in on Saturday mm-hmm. with uh, my man Kevin Chris. Uh, that was pretty good, right? Kev showed up fashionably late. <laughs> my bad nothing wrong with that situation normal <laughs> yeah situation. So, but he was there so we're good i yeah. was there so that's even better right right it's always a good time um, yeah did some flying with the nitro that was good it was kev, I flew it. Put a, uh, kev put a little spank on it he it had some fun. fun it was fun yeah that was good i didn't realize and that then, it was uh, the uh the os 3d speed Ooh. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm running a OS 3D speed in that with a, a Hator, 91 Hattori on it. Yeah, and she uh, she runs pretty good. I, I I definitely got a pretty good tune on it, so she does uh, she does all right. Yeah, you got the Scott uh, Neo tune on there. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, she's quick. She flips fast. Yeah, yeah. So it was good, um, but yeah, good. so it was good. Um, yeah, we had some fun. It wasn't too wasn't too long i was there i don't know a little over two hours i think right uh i had some other things i had to go do but um just before i left i managed to have a nice crash uh, oh, for right. some reason uh, well i shouldn't say for some reason i i did have a a light crash at spring fling that i had to replace one link i should have replaced them all because my last flight um, all of a sudden, uh, a link let go, and it it was just Kevin heard it. It was just like yeah. a blade was fluttering in the wind. Yeah. Um, so she went down. I'm so, so surprised last, you didn't take the boom off, man. Really am. I know. Yeah, but the last pair of cyclones in existence, I think, are finally gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So that's it for those. Did you take them home with you? Uh, the blades? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even take them off the heli. Yeah, so uh, when we were there, you know, we had started stuffing blades up into the into the shed, like most heli yeah, guys do. The, and, yeah, one of those cyclones up there was mine. Yeah, and so we had a few sets that were, you know, we were working on, and all of yeah. a sudden we show up and there's there's no blades. Yeah, and, and I was like, what the hell happened to our blades? And then I look up there, and some dirty-ass planker has shoved a broken prop up there instead. Freaking bastard. Oh, no. Yeah, and remember, you looked in the garbage and found a couple of the broken yeah. blades? I should have stuffed them yeah, back. they kicked us right out. They sure did. That ain't right. Yeah, probably Dan yeah. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were overrunning us. The, there was a lot of plankers there, so we had to just cut in. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we just cut right in. So, anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. Awesome. So, but yeah, so I have I have some wrenching to do. Sweet, so, you're gonna make a uh, dragonfly? You think? 
Um, it, it, it's possible. I, okay. I'm not ruling it out yet, but uh, we got to see. We'll see. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So. All right, Kev. So, uh, pretty much that's all I have done, too, is go and fly with Chris and Maynard, uh, you know, the other weekend. And um, what did I fly first? Was it the 580? Yeah. It yeah. was a 580. Yeah, you did fly the 580 first. Yeah. Kind of threw down with that a little bit and then uh, immediately broke out the raw. Mm-hmm. And it was raw. Good grief. Mm-hmm. That thing was freaking gnarly. And that was bank two. It wasn't even bank three. So it was like, I don't know, 24. She gets it. Yeah, because I I turned it down a little bit too. But, uh, so so it was like sub 24. My God, that thing's just nasty. Like, it's funny because when I was flying at, um, where were we recently? I forget now. Why the hell? Oh, uh, Spring Fling. You know, it's pretty wide open there, you know. So being in our little toilet bowl field, uh, of CRCS, like, man, that thing covers ground fast. Yeah, you get boxed in. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> I would have flown it again, except I made a mistake and flew one of the packs that I double up with the raw. Uh, I flew one of those in the 580, and I was like, oh, shoot. So I, I ended up having, you know, just flying the 580 the rest of the time. Yeah. Um, but it was cool because after you left, uh, man, the f- the fun started. Um, Chris yeah, did, I heard. Yeah, Chris did like this sort of mini inverted auto, and I was like, where the hell did that come from? Like, when did you start doing those? And so now I'm, I, I feel threatened, you know, of course. <laughs> and I was like, I guess it's time I start doing this, you know? And I flew an entire pack doing inverted autos the entire time. And... Uh, Never had any mishaps, thank goodness. Knock on some wood there for next time. Um, but uh, it, there were some that were, you know, landing pretty far out. I say far out. I mean, it was, you know, I didn't want to walk that far. But so, uh, you know, I had to work on that a little bit of, of getting me a little bit closer. Um, but, you know, all in all, I mean, coming home in one piece, I was impressed. So uh, I have been working on those on the sim, but. I don't know that I would have tried them had Chris not, you know, done the little baby one. And uh, so I totally credit him for me, you know, pushing myself to do it. And um, they were fun. I, I, I can't wait to uh, maybe try some with the raw since it'll, you know, float longer and stuff like that too. But um, yeah, I, uh, I did sell something. Uh-oh. Hmm. Cool. So good? I, um... I really like the raw man. It's a good machine. Uh, it flies good. Uh, I I don't have that fear. I guess maybe I should um, that I do with the Kraken. You know where you know it goes in. It's going to be a few bucks more possibly than the raw would be. Um, so that definitely has sort of driven me to uh, you know want to set myself up with some helicopters that you know if it goes in, who cares? You know. And so, cause I want to, I, I need to start progressing again. I've got, I've, I don't know about you guys and how many times you guys have ever hit in the wall, you know, hit the wall of just like, you don't even want to fly anymore. Cause you're just bored with your own shit. You know what I mean? Your own routine. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, man, I, I don't enjoy it. And, and the speed hurricanes have been fun, but 
you know, at the same time, like that's not where I want to live. You know, I still want to do other things. And, uh, so I, I need to start pushing myself again. And I never thought I would do this, but, uh, I ended up selling the 580 red. Oh my Lord. I know. How dare you? I know. How dare you? I know. Wow. I kept blue. Blue's flying great. Uh, but yeah, so right now it's just blue and yellow. And, um, I think I'm trying to set myself up for another raw. So there it is. Yeah. I'm going to go dose yellow raw. What is yellow in Spanish? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Somebody Google it. <laughs> I'm a real, I'm a real. Is it Amarillo? I have no idea. I don't know either. Yeah. Ah, nailed it. Amarillo. Yep. Is it really? Look at you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, dos Amarillo. <laughs> dos Amarillo raw. How do you say raw in Spanish? <laughs> El raw. Raw. Yeah, El raw. That I check. <laughs> the Spanish cruda. Raw. Cruda. Cruda. So, crudo. Crudo. Dos Amarillo crudo. Are you looking oh, at the Italian oh, version? Oh. Or? Uh, it sounds no, very it says, Italian. It says Spanish. Okay. Hmm. That's it's it's Latin based, so they go from the same spot, right? Yeah. Well, I'll practice a little bit more. Maybe we'll make it a hashtag. Who knows? But We're Team Parfango. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, Josh here locally uh, wanted a secondary um, 580. And, um, so yeah, I sold them that, the ESC, the motor and a set of blades and, uh, kept the other rest of the electronics. Um, yeah, but it's gone. Uh, he's happy as far as I know. I've not seen that guy in probably three weeks. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so that's, that's basically it. Not a lot going on for me, but I, I, I'll take that because, um, I, I got to start putting some focus into work, unfortunately, and I don't need to have helicopters that are being demanding. So that's one of the great things for me flying the, uh, the goblin line, I guess is my shameless plug for them, I guess, but is typically I don't have to wrench on them. You know what I mean? They're just a machine that you, you put them together, you go fly and you put them away. And, uh, that, that's just, I like living there. I don't like having to constantly wrench on my shit, you know? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. except for the carbon boom, mm-hmm. Scott. <laughs> so, had it not been for Maynard, uh, I may have very well put it back oh, up yeah. and not noticed that the boom did, in fact, slide in a tad. Oh, and the, bo- yeah. uh, the belt was yeah, loose. Yeah, I'm glad I caught that. Yeah, too. So now I know, and I remember Kenny talking about it. He was like, yeah, he's like, I, my boom slipped, you know, but, um, yeah, had Maynard not caught it, I, yeah, I might've put it back up and not realized because yeah. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Cause it's funny on the raw, they have where you can see the, uh, the belt adjustment, the little red anodized piece on the front. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was looking at it when he was putting his battery, you know, attaching his batteries for his first flight. And I noticed exactly where it was. And then when he landed, I looked at it. I'm like, wow, that thing is all the way forward now. I Mm -hmm. said, dude, I think you you got some, you got some slack now. And he's like, oh shit, I do. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we, we gave it a little tug and a Titan and, uh, yeah. So glad we caught that though. That could have been bad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A little tug and a Titan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dude's excited now. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I don't know if that's just inherent because of the carbon boom, but I do not recall that happening with the aluminum boom. So, but I think also, you know, you, you can't go too far with the carbon boom, right? Cause you'll crack it. So with the aluminum boom, you can kind of crank down on it a bit and you might make indentions, but it ain't going anywhere after that. You know what I mean? It turns yeah. into a link sausage. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, just something to be mindful if you guys ever decide to do that and get a carbon boom that you may want to keep an eye on the tension of your belt. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to run aluminum. There you go. But, uh, yeah, aluminum. Think, did that guy ever contact you that you sold one to? No, no. He messaged me the other day and he was asking for your information because he wanted another one. He loves it. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he flew it yet, though. <laughs> yeah. How do you love it if you didn't fly shot. it? Yeah. I mean, it works. You know, it's fine. But um, yeah. I am a little concerned about the fact that it, you know, does what it does. I'm, I'm well, I wonder if there's like something thin enough, like uh, a tape or something that's not slippery and... Maybe no, put it right, use, you know, right there to kind of hold it. You know, I don't know. Use fiber it's grip. called JB Weld. No, fiber grip. <laughs> fiber what? So, fiber grip. It's a compound paste used for bicycles, for cycling, for when you have a carbon frame and aluminum seat post. Mm. Mm. And it, it gives you a decent bite without a ton of pressure on it as far as like clamping down. Yeah. Um, but it also prevents any kind of seizing or corrosion or anything like that between the aluminum and another component. Interesting. But so it's yeah, it's like a little grip paste. It's really great. Like a what? paste, though. Yep. Wow, interesting. Well, there you and go. It maybe, maybe find some, some paste, you know. And loom, fiber grip. Fiber grip your boom. Mm-hmm. Paste it up. <laughs> well, or run the aluminum one that it comes with, and you won't have to worry about it. There you go. There you go. But, yeah. uh, yeah. So that was it. It was a good time, though. Always a fun time yeah, to, uh, to fly with you guys. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely got to uh, schedule that in more often. Yeah, like Saturday. Oh, this Saturday I can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, except yeah. this Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those Let's things when you meet someone now. they haven't seen in a while. It's like, yeah, we should catch up sometime. Yeah, hang out. Yeah. See, I was going. Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? All. Oh, not tomorrow. No. <laughs> Next week. No. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, cool. All right, we'll move this thing along. What uh, what what do we got next? Mm. Uh, he's hot. There, man. Thank goodness he's back. He's back. (laughs) Aggressive. (laughs) There he is. Woo! The wife up again. (laughs) (laughs) Wait until you wake up the kid. Woo! Mm. That's gonna be fun. What is hot? These divorce papers hot off the <laughs> <laughs> Uh You gonna make me say this, Kevin? Uh, okay, I'll do it for you. <laughs> First thing. <laughs> Otherwise, it would sound really funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, like oh man. Yeah. Ego. Ego um, boost. Congrats to all of the new BK Hobbies pilots. I think there was Good a night. lot of posts that were made um, of people. <laughs> you know, um, being congratulated or, or whatever you call it, your little post. The post things were awesome, by the way, Scott. Thanks. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, the, the personalized touches were very, very cool. Um, but, uh, man, big congrats to those guys. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of them uh, I know personally, and, and, man, they're just, they're fun dudes. So I, I'm super stoked for all of those guys. But uh, congrats to you guys. Super yeah, awesome. 
Yeah, I, had some, I had some questions come up with that too. I think Freefall was asking about it, and they were curious if uh, you know you had to fly Goblin or how that whole thing worked. Mm. So I just wanted to clarify, seeing as it came up in their podcast, that they don't have to fly any particular airframe. You know, they could fly Logo, they could fly Oxy, they could fly XL Power, whatever they want. Um, they just got to fly two or more supporting brands from BK. That's so it's awesome. not it's not just another you know SAB USA team or something of that nature. It's it's more of like a um, A main style or only fine heli style hobby shop team. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, so what are all the other games. supporting pieces? Um, you got BK servos. You got expert servos. Um, what are those other ones? The uh, torque servos. Torques. Uh, Hobby Wing, X Nova, V Bar. Uh, obviously, SAB counts as one of them because we're the distributor for SAB. Um, am I missing something, Kyle? I think you got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you didn't say switch, right? Oh yeah, switch blades. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oops. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, radios, right? You yeah, can fly for Maca- as long as you got two other yeah, things. You, you got you got yep. BK, you got Switch, because yep. that that's actually how it came up. Because they were talking about you, and they're like, "Uh oh, he doesn't fly uh, V bar. He yeah. flies with." Uh, oh, I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that's not a problem. Don't worry about it." Right? <laughs> no right. worries. No worries. We'll give him a hard time for something else. Yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He uh, still got to buy something from us, so don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. I like the new style of thinking, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. Because you're right, Shannon is that way where, you know, a lot of those guys, they, they have Mastros, you know, and Dan Renane, of course, has the Diablo Nitro and, you know, um, but that, you know, they still are supporting a lot of other things that he carries and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so it it all works out, yeah. but... Um, yeah, it's more yeah. like support the hobby and support the people getting into the hobby and the people that need help and really promote being good people and mm-hmm. having fun. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Oh yeah, well, rats. The the inside story was when you know me and Scott were talking. I'm like, uh, Scott, is this going to be an issue? Because I'm kind of going down the Futaba route, and I fly a Scorpion. <laughs> and yeah. He's like, he's got a condition now. Yeah, condition. <laughs> he's got 13 conditions. <laughs> you know, and so there, there was that sort of speak discussion happening at least with me that was like you know i i love bk servos i, I fly a lot of the things but i'm also going kind of specific to the ftc and we worked it out you know which was cool because in the end that was the message that he gave me was like as long as you keep doing what you're doing supporting the hobby and you know going through bk hobbies which i shop there most of the time anyway you know you're good and I think that's what we need more of, to be honest, you know, and not, not be so set in one, one specific brand and nothing else matters, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So some of the names, should we mention them? Sure. You guys mm-hmm. want to do this? Hold on. Hold on. It's got a face recognize me. Face like, recognize me. <laughs> All right. So we got none other than Brandon Cooper, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. fire pit master. Okay. Then we got Chance. How would how do you say his last name? Lavin? Lavin. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Okay. And I see a big old souped up motor in the background for him. 
Yeah, he's into uh, he's into souped up Hondas. He's got this K20 or K24. I think he said it, we had a four wheel drive Honda Civic too. Oh wow, it might be the same vehicle. I don't know, but he he does the same kind of thing as Goudreau. He's got some high horsepower boosted Honda stuff going on. Mm. So he's a nitro head. Yeah, mm, love it. Then we got good old Chris Barnes, and he's a firefighter, right? Yep. All right. Then we got oh, who's this guy? Gucci. then we have you know i I tell you i did not see this guy frown one single second the whole time of spring fling i've never Mm -hmm. seen him frown since i met him manny right yeah manny's a good guy manny it was neto nieto nito nito and he's a skydiver instructor right hell yeah oh Oh, really that's awesome yeah and then we have Mike Lawrence, Ooh. and obviously he's a big family man, and he loves to grill, man. Oh, yeah. Smoker. Yeah, he does. Get that yes. smoker going. So that's it for now, right? It's not the 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 final group, I guess, but that this is just the beginning, right, Mike? Yeah, uh, this is the trial yeah. version. Always grill. <laughs> <laughs> this is a trial period. No, it's... It's the first batch. Um, I mean, we're we're gonna add people within the next month or two uh, to the the group as well. Um, first batch. <laughs> long term, I see it being you know maybe fifteen twenty pilots, uh, but yeah. definitely no more than that. No twenty one pilots. So, <laughs> there's, so there's a chance, shoot? Maynard. There's a chance. There's buddy. a chance. So you're when's saying, the next photo shoot though? Because Gucci looked good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next time get them all lubed up, topless, something like that. Oh, oh yeah, we got a photo for you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> he's Poor into man. it. You hear it? Yeah, he's I, into it. You know, first of all, I'm never going to be topless. No, I got my no. natural sweater on. You know. All right, we got to do for that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it's definitely awesome. Um, glad that I have the opportunity to promote and keep doing what we're doing, man. Support the hobby. So good deal. Nice. Yep. Another big announcement. Or what is hot for those that have not seen it? How about our uh, favorite pilot or second favorite pilot? Because the first favorite pilot <laughs> is our Kyle Stacy. Second favorite is Kyle Dahl. His engagement. He got engaged. Congrats. Rescue Kyle. start. Rescue. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did it put pressure on our Kyle? Uh, I don't know. No? Yeah. No. <laughs> He's no. like. No. Okay. How do I answer that? <laughs> Kyle's, Kyle's a free yeah. spirit. Can't hold him down. Yeah, so Kyle's all got engaged uh, to a lovely lady. He did? Yeah. Yeah. And Van Gansen. Good for him. They've been dating for a while now, so yeah. I kind of yeah. saw that coming. Yeah. 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 They've traveled the, the, the world, too, right? The past year or so? Yeah. Kyle's been overseas since coronavirus broke out and uh, yeah. living, with, living with her in Germany, so... Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All Crazy right. Work. Congrats to him and her, obviously. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, the next thing I have here is the Mass Pro is doing custom raw canopies now. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. yeah Mass Pro. I didn't know that. They didn't show uh, anything fancy, but they definitely posted that they were, you know, going to start doing canopies and, uh, I I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. Are you gonna have them do the same? You damn design? right. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's oh, the yeah. name of it? The uh, design. Geez, of- I'm, no, I'm not gonna tell them. No. 
<laughs> take my design. Is it I, was, I was mad when you took it. Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> seems, seems redundant, though, because SAB does that already. Yeah. Uh, which is why I'm right. kind of curious because, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. Because they have to get the canopies from SAB or whoever, you know, has them, right? So. No, they could mold it and make their own just like they do with the other ones. Uh, do they do that? Is that how that works? I, I don't know. I don't work for them or know oh. them or anything, but. I don't think that's how That's it how works. they used to do it back in the day. Hmm. Hmm. This is all news to me just now, learning this. Yeah. I. I thought they got those blanks from, they, they'd worked that out or something, but I don't know. Maybe you're right. Mm. Who knows? But yeah, so uh, pretty cool. Um, I, I'm curious to see, because the ones that they were showing weren't any different than the factory designs as far as I could tell. I don't know. Yeah. Where was well, I You know what? I sent it to you, Gucci, I think. So maybe yeah. send it to Scott. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious though, to see how they handle that. Uh, you know, with with new designs and whatever, but uh, could be cool. Mm. Hope it doesn't set uh, Enrico ablaze. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the end, it's like I, I mean, I think if you could get in line through SAB, you're probably going to do that. But if they're backed up or whatever the case may be, production, they're focusing on production. At least you have an avenue to get something you want. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, Maybe it was an April April Fools. I don't know, but it kind of looks like a scam. It, <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. That's what I'm Does saying. It looks I, like a stock we'll, SAB photo, right? So we'll see because they have the green raw canopy, which I I don't know that anybody's really seen up close, right? No. Uh, there's only two in the world, and it's not that shade of green. So right. Wow. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, this we'll is, see. Hmm. Definitely curious. Um, Weird. Not to mention, what are they saying? It's like a hundred bucks. So it's more expensive. That's cool. I, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. custom paint. Everything's a hundred. Yeah. yeah so I don't think it's it's Mass Pro because it's customhelicanopies.com. Oh. Well, that's yeah, but their, in the that's ad their... it says custom Mass Pro canopy SAB yeah. Goblin Raw Seven Hundred, and it's got a link. When you click on it, let's see what happens. Yeah, it takes you to customhelicanopies.com. But that's Mass Pro, no? That's their link? Mm, I don't think so. I'm on their Facebook right now, and you can see some raw canopies in the background because they posted a picture of about 97 canopies. (laughs) As always. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. You sure it was a 98? 98, you're right. (laughs) I was off. Learn to count. Sorry. Oh yeah, you're right. In in a in a in the usual plastic bin. Yeah, that's amazing. Like they just stack them. Like I think it was wasn't it at Island uh, Heli Blowout that they they have them all on like you know um, at their booth and they had like eighty plus canopies like all different helis. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> oh, back in the day, display. who? Uh, I guess it was Canomod and those guys. Uh, and who's the other one? Um, began with an F. What was it? Uh, Pujano. Pujano. Yeah. So, and Kyle, you probably remember this back in like 2011. If you went to Urcha, I mean, dude, there was this one booth, hobby shop, whatever it was. It had like, uh, you know, this fence wall, whatever. I mean, huge wall, and it had like, you know, easily 50 canopies hanging on it. 
and um, mm-hmm. they were all custom canopies. Uh, you know, like back in the day when there was the raw, not the raw, but the uh, the rave was still big and a lot of aligned stuff and whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was quite the thing. That was the craze. That was, was the craze back in the day. You'd buy a kit and then you'd buy a canopy to go with it. That's right. Yep. Insane canopy. Those guys yeah. were freaking raking it in. Do you remember um, the old XL Fury days when it's like every canopy was like custom airbrushed? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dog. Crazy. Yeah. Back in the day. Yep. <laughs> Get the Fast forward to, screen. Yeah. Fast forward to today, which is, is pretty much the, the actual manufacturer and Mass Pro. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, yeah. more or less. Uh, yeah, if you wanted to flex, you did it with a canopy. Yeah. I am. I'm actually thinking about a a second Genesis, but custom. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what that custom would be. Just get money printed all over it. No, <laughs> it's got to be classy. Plus, it's got to say freedom. You know, well, so classy. Probably... Classy is crushed velvet. Then that's the route you got to go. <laughs> all right, money and strippers. <laughs> no. Uh... Ben Franklin snorting cocaine off a stripper's ass. There you go. I got a, I got a better one. <laughs> Leopard print. Oh, matches Augie's yeah, couch. Mm. Yeah. It's got to be fuzzy, though. It's got it's gonna be fuzzy. I mean, yeah. do you want me? Do you want them to actually put some kind of pleather like on the canopy? Fuzzy canopy. Jesus. It's got to be like fuzzy. a shaggy gotta, dog canopy. Yeah. No, it's got to be like a, like a Chia Pet canopy. <laughs> it's a 1986 sheepdog. Yeah. <laughs> sheepdog. Yeah. And this would probably be a good question for Scott and, and Kyle. Like, how does the process go as far as getting a custom canopy? Like, you put in the order and then they kind of get some ideas of what you want and they kind of come up with the. And I, you know, a design and you go from there. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of tough these days with the current models because uh, how SAB paints their canopies is they have a mask that they lay down on the canopies and the booms. Mm-hmm. So if you can stick to the same scheme and then just change the colors, it becomes a lot easier and faster. But okay. Yeah, we do it through BK Hobbies. People reach out. It takes a few, few, three, four weeks to get it done just because yeah. SAB is pretty busy doing other painting stuff. But yeah. yeah, if you can stick to the same scheme and then just change the colors, it's a lot easier. But if you want something totally custom, then it's a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah, the more custom, the more they're going to hate you. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's red, white, and blue. I'll wait the two years if I have to. <laughs> ah, we'll see. But yeah, there was just some uh, a thought, you know, for a backup Genesis. But we'll see. Do it. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's happening. It's just gonna take a little bit of time. And then the what the hell is this on on my list? Oh nine. Oh nine. Yeah, what is that? I was wondering that myself. Oh nine, oh nine. Who did that? That's a typo. That's a typo. <laughs> it was probably Scott. No. Hmm. Well, that's it. So <laughs> sweet. <laughs> All right. Does so anybody have anything really else? Typo? I have no idea. Because yeah. that's a really extravagant typo. I don't know how to do an exponential nine like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a fancy-ass typo. <laughs> yeah. Is it like oxygen to the nine? I yeah, don't know. I but if I could typo like, like new, that, I probably would have passed. new type of oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I have no idea. I don't either. Cool. There you go. Oh, it's German. It says, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, C309. Oh, what compound oh is that, Scott? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll fix this. You ready? Oh, Lord. Uh-oh. Here we go. It's a gold robot, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's all we have for what is hot. All right. Well, if nobody has anything else to add, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Frank Moradeos, a.k.a. Way Less Doritos. I'm really grateful to be the new Maniacs USA team manager. And I'm really excited to have the opportunity to be working with some of the very best pilots in the world, such as Duncan Balsian, 2019 Global 3D Champion CD, as well as Aaron Wolf and Ramos Jacobson, to just name a few. When you're performing at this level, you certainly need the latest in light bulb technology with the most comprehensive warranties and one of the best crash replacement programs in the industry. Maniacs provides a huge variety of packs from 2S up to 14S, with multiple C ratings ranging from 35C to 70C, which caters to everyone's needs and budgets. The best part of Maniacs is their lipos come with a one year from purchase date manufacturer warranty, free of manufacturer defects. In addition to a six month crash replacement program, 30% off MSRP, six months from the purchase date. These batteries can be found at ManiacsUSA.com. Hope to see you all at the next event. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, tonight, we don't have a guest. It's just us. Hope you're okay with that. Nobody else? Just That's us. Just us. It's a mm. just us episode. Sometimes we're good enough. Mm. <laughs> we ran out of budget. <laughs> we ran out of budget. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, we did have a plan, but we can we can hit it next time. So Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we figured we would kind of dive into um, some changes that we've made. Clearly, you guys have heard some of the changes that we've done. We but, have? Uh, we got a budget now? Well... I wouldn't call it a budget. I just yeah, no budget. Let's just, just changes. say that we they cut, um. Let's let them believe the what budget. they think. You know, they they think <laughs> they're getting with paid. The budget. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, but uh, yeah, we've made changes, so uh, we're going to discuss that a little bit, and um, yeah. maybe we'll uh, jump into something else. But uh, go ahead, Gooch. What you got? We. I have to bring the. I have to be the bearer of bad news, don't I? <laughs> yeah. Thanks it for that. Only right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we sadly have to inform our listeners that Mr. Mike Sobey is no longer with the show. He's um, he's lost on the river somewhere with a case of beer. <laughs> last reported. <laughs> so um, he's happy, right? Because he's he, still got beer. Yeah. I think he's happy at least. Um, yeah. But yeah, oh, we haven't. Got a case of beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard from him. We hope to hear from him soon. But um, yeah. So now, no. in all in all fairness, you know, it's not because we fired him or anything like that. You know, Mike had to just take a step back. You yeah. know, there's a lot going on in our lives, and you know, he had to take a a break. And so we, we said that, you know, we understand and uh, 
we had to replace him, unfortunately, because Skids runs a, a tight ship. He said the show <laughs> must go on. That's it. So, yep. Um, you know, best of wishes to Mike. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll have him on as a guest. You Absolutely. know, maybe we'll yeah. see. Yeah, you will be missed. That's for sure. Yep. Yep. Because yep. Uh, you know, it's definitely he was there. He was with us from the beginning, right? He was. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yep. without him, we had to sort of, kind of, get two people to replace him. Yeah. And we you wasted know? no time. <laughs> not, not at all. But yeah, I, I definitely wanted to wish him good luck and uh, good luck on his adventures on his tube. Don't forget the lotion, because too brash is a bastard. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> advice. Yep. And sunblock, yeah. you know, because yeah. yep. sunblock, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a big yeah. one. Chase it. All the critical no locations. Right. I mean, who knows? He could be in Ontario by now. I don't even know. Won't uh, <laughs> be brought his yeah. passport. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's not, you know, it's it's not like he's traveling up there into to winter. That would really suck. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So with Mike gone, we yeah. Invited, well, two folks. yeah, we invited or I don't well, know. I was going to say it was a phone conversation coming back from Spring Fling and okay. uh, with uh, me and Mr. Stacy, and um, he offered his free services to us. And who am I to say no? Best, <laughs> best price ever. <laughs> best, free. I mean, yeah. So yeah, it. Um, we you know obviously we've had Kyle on a few times and. Uh, and it's always a good time when he's on, and it just seemed to uh, to make sense to have him become a a full member of the show, and uh, you know he obviously is can be very very technical and teach us a lot, but uh, he's also very personable. So I I'm very grateful that you offered yourself to the show, and uh, we certainly appreciate it. So thank you. No problem. Happy to bring it down a notch anytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Yeah. No worries. Well, speaking of I, bringing it down a notch. Oh, yeah. Let's yes. get to the, to I the, off to the my member. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidentally, I mean, wait, yeah, same scenario, Spring Fling. Uh, Maynard uh-huh. and I started talking, and I was like, dude makes me laugh every single time I see him. <laughs> And I, dude, you bring a smile to my face. Like I can be in a worse mood, but coming around you, dude, it's just such a good time. And I was like, man, yeah, we got to bring this guy on. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of worked out that, um, we just said, Hey man, come on full time. Let's do this. So, uh, thank you to you as well, sir, for coming on. And no problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah. free fall has the planker. I'm still on He's probation, gonna... but. <laughs> <laughs> probation. Yeah, Freefall's got the planker, you know, the funny guy. So we figured we need a planker too. So we'll just bring you on board, call you the wanker. Nice. <laughs> there we go. His new name, Wanker. Works for me. All right. Well, I mean, we, we. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's definitely it's definitely awesome to to have Kyle and Maynard come on on board. Um, like you said, you know, we, you know, I, I think it's value added. But with that being said, I mean, we know who Kyle Stacy is. Let's let's not lie to ourselves. But who is Maynard? Who's this guy? 
Can you tell us a little bit? Where are you you from, man? Okay. Did you sound funny? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if that matters where I'm from. (laughs) Um, So I started life as, um, I don't know if I was the egg or the sperm. How does that work? (laughs) No. Anyway. All right. All right. We're going to push a couple years forward. Okay. Uh, So I originally hail from Long Island, New York, um, out in a town called Hampton Bays. Um, And about two years ago, I lived there my whole life, but uh, about two years ago, I uh, ventured down south. So now I am just outside of Charleston, South Carolina. Nice. Uh, live in a town called Goose Creek. Um, not too you said far it wrong. from Kevin. You, you said nice. it wrong. What's that? You got to say what? it like the commercials. Oh. You ready? What commercials? <laughs> Goose <Which> Creek. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. We're going to see you in, in a Kia. Kia. Dude. Yeah. My daughters and have begun to memorize Creek. those words. And they're now singing yeah. everywhere they go. They sing that freaking song, especially my youngest. Oh, so she's like, no, 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 Goose Creek. And Goose Creek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. It's totally bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm here now. Um, and I'm really loving it here. Yeah. I mean, I, I cannot say that I really, you know, miss where I used to live at all. Mm. <laughs> kind of sad i mean i was there 36 years and uh yeah um, but you but I mean, you started still, helicopters there though i did i did so um uh the heli star kind of started like most guys you know you get that little crappy one from the the mall kiosk for christmas mm. in your stocking yep and, um, but I always had RC cars and stuff, you know, good RC cars. Um, so being at hobby shops, I always knew there was, you know, hobby grade helis and planes and stuff. Just never got into it. But then, you know, farting around with a little crappy one, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the hobby store and get a real one because this thing sucks. So, uh, you know, and it escalates from there. Um, I actually met, um, a good friend of mine that I went to all the events that I used to go to from New York, um, Rob Negri. I don't know that he's still in the hobby much anymore. I haven't heard much, uh, but he was a great pilot. And uh, but yeah, I met him at a hobby shop, and uh, yeah, I went to tons of events with him. Uh, had a great local field up there. We had a huge runway, a huge field that was like set back. Nobody even knew we were there. Um, yeah, so that was, that was great. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely not knocking where I grew up. I just, I have to say, I really like it down here. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, things are good. Can't complain. And now that I found my way on here, I, uh, got some more fun to be had. That's right. So what do you do? Um, what brought you down here? What do I? Uh, well, family brought me down here. Um, my sister's been here forever. Uh, about uh, 12 years, I think she's been here. Um, so then my dad was moving down because he just retired. 
Um, and then my mom's in the middle of moving here. Her house is built and everything, but she's going to be right outside of Charlotte. Um, so she's only three hours away. But anyway, um, so at the last year of Orlando Heli blowout, um, I went there and I actually met um, my boss now. I met him there and got to talking just randomly in conversation of what we do for a living. And he told me, and I told him that I was going to be moving in the area, which he lived in. So it ended up kind of working out and I moved out and started work with him. Um, so I'm a, uh, I'm an auto technician, but I work on a lot of high performance stuff right now. So that's, it's nice. I don't have to work on dirty, greasy crap all the time. Nice. Which is what I used to do. So it's a, uh, it's a nice step up. Um, it's kind of something I've always wanted to do. I've always dabbled with it here and there, just never a full-time thing. Right. Um, yeah. So what else do you want to know? (laughs) (laughs) Who is John? Yeah. Right. All right. You, you, you really want to know the, all right. So yeah, everybody wants to know what is a Maynard? (laughs) Uh, Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, if you didn't know, I am also the third. So there technically was three of us. Uh, oh. My grandfather was senior. He passed away about 2001. Um, but yeah, it's just a passed down name. Um, it ends with me, though, because I am not having kids. And I only have a sister. So you can say goodbye to that. Not a bad thing. I just, uh, you know, I was pretty much you know settled that i'm not having kids i wouldn't do that to the world um so good self-awareness but yeah, yeah is there exactly. an april no, nard so, and a july nard um, oh my there God. is um i believe they're in canada oh uh, yeah so uh, but yeah i mean as you can imagine i told you guys already, but growing up wasn't the greatest of times. Um, I was a a man turd, a mayonnaise, a nerd of May. Uh, any anything you could come up with, it's been said. Um, so it's you know it was kind of cruel back then, but I uh, I kind of dealt with it like I do now. I just you know try to make things funny. There you go. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so it's not, for the most part, if I still meet new people these days, I'm just so used to it. I introduce myself as John. John is my middle name. Um, cause when they find out my real name is Maynard, they're like, well, where the hell John come from? So John <laughs> is actually my middle name. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, my girlfriend calls me Maynard a lot. Of, you know, all you guys call me Maynard. So a lot of people, when they find out, they, actually like it better and call me Maynard because it is different. But like I said, growing up kids, you know, Maynard isn't the coolest of names. I think there's only like four, three, maybe three famous Maynards out there. Um, there was Maynard G. Krebs. Uh, there's a Maynard Keenan or something. I think he's a lead singer in Tool. Yeah. Um, and then 
I think there was a Maynard Ferguson, which was a famous saxophone player. That's about all I know. So, geez, did your yeah, homework we're, too? We're really not. Yeah, we're really not topping the charts, but you know, <laughs> um, you know. So it's good though. I don't. I don't mind. Oh, cool. So, but well, yeah, if you, if you see me, you can come make fun of me at Fun Flies. Whatever you want to do, I, I'm always up for a new Maynard, you know, name. Uh, let me know. Let me know what you got. Sweet. Well, we're glad to have you. So I'm glad to be here. So this show, of course, you know, it's really um, a show about nothing. It's sort of a Seinfeld episode. But um, I say, uh, why don't we talk a little bit with Scott and Gooch and see what you guys have been doing to prepare for this competition this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Anything, everything. Or what was that? Yeah, well, you, you know, Scott, that we would break <laughs> Monty's heart if we don't show up, right? I know, right? Twice? Oof. Twice, yeah, like, you, for you, it would be worse. Like, you might have, you might go to the top of his list. Yeah, you'd you know? be written off, right? I think you're the reason that he started cussing in drive throughs I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, so... Uh, this weekend, this, you know, actually, by the time we release this, will be it already happened. But in Virginia, there's the Mid Atlantic Heli Championship, which will have not only uh, F3N classes but also F3C classes. Uh, looks like the F3N is going to have two classes, so it's probably going to be like sportsman and advanced. And then the F3C will have um, the sportsman and probably advanced, um, maybe a third one, which is the expert. So I will be going for the advanced F3C class and uh, our very own Scott Graham will be going for F3N. Nice. Yeah. With a logo 200. (laughs) Absolutely. Can't wait. (laughs) Yes. So, Scott, do you want to go first, kind of what you've been doing? Obviously, we I think both of us are in the same <laughs> Well, the don't same sell yourself short. I mean, you, you did start this like a year ago, so. Yes. I mean, so, let's be Do you want fair. me to go first, Scott? Yeah, you go first, because honestly, I've failed at this. <laughs> so, uh, about a year ago, I said, I'm going to start competing in something right within the heli community and i decided to go for f3c because i'm not a 3d pilot so i actually set up a kraken um for f3c flying so i start playing around the v control the settings just making it very you know stable you know everything is very smooth nothing moves fast it doesn't flip fast everything is just locked in and since then, so I started practicing maneuvers. Um, most of most of it was hovering because let's be honest, how many of us hover for more than a second, maybe two. So since then, I actually got the Genesis, and I've been, so to speak, tuning that, but also starting to practice the maneuvers. So for me, um, obviously, I've been practicing the advanced maneuvers now for since last year. But this past two weeks, I really started, you know, at least three times a week going to a nearby field to practice the hovering maneuvers. And then actually uh, this past weekend, I went and I did my upstairs maneuvers, which is the more aerobatic maneuvers. Nothing is complicated. Everything is it's simple until you go to fly them. Right. So um, that's kind of what I've been 
so to speak, preparing myself. The problem is the moment, it, it sounds like it's super easy or when you see the drawing of the maneuver, it's very easy. However, when you introduce actual flying and moving, you know, pretty fast through the air and you introduce wind and everything else, it doesn't look like the picture. So you have to just try multiple times and see, so to speak, almost do a self-analysis of why something is, why is the heli coming out like it's uh, not tracking the same line that it entered the maneuver. And a lot of times is because of input from me. So I'm finding a lot of it is even in hovering maneuvers is that I'm over-controlling the heli or I'm not inputting you know, let's say aileron input to actually uh, exit the maneuver at the same attitude per se um, as you're supposed to per the diagram or per the description of the maneuver. So it's a lot of practice. And to be honest, I, I, I know why Nick Maxwell and some of the top pilots, you know, even Kyle, you know, um, they have to do a lot of practice. And it's it's numbing because you literally have to pick, you know, one maneuver and just fly that for the day at times. And that's all you do. It's the same maneuver over and over and over again until you're sick of it. So I think on average, like when I fly during the week, I've been doing uh, roughly 14 to 16 minutes of the same hovering maneuver. Wow. Uh, you know, each day. Man, multiply that by two or three yeah and, it takes and some that, dedication though right there because doing 3d it's like it's repetitive but at least it's moving around so to do hovering is like whoa right well yeah and then you hear stories from like Compunai that does what 40 flights yeah that's his warm-up yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's really, I think, you know, unfortunately for these competitions, and Kyle, you probably know better, it's all, it's practice, practice makes perfect. But, you know, I I don't know, like, did you ever think about, like, when did you, so to speak, just stop yourself and say, you know what, I'm not getting anywhere, I just need to stop for the day? Or yeah i'd feel that all the time it's it's something you feel within yourself though because sometimes you can push through it and keep going and then there's sometimes you take off and it's like if i keep going this thing's going in a tree or the radio's getting tossed or something like (laughs) you know you you hit that threshold somewhere and you just got to stop yeah yeah so that that's kind of been my my approach to it now where i just i'm forcing myself to do something um you know that's specific to a maneuver you know, and, and sometimes, you know, like, and this is where probably Scott, you know, will, could could vouch for this is sometimes I don't even practice the whole maneuver. I just practice the area that I'm having major issues with. So if the whole maneuver is on the, it, it includes stuff on the right and the left. If I'm finding out that I'm not comfortable with, let's say, sideways hover on my left side, then I just do a lot of hovering just on the left side, you know, and uh, whatever orientation I'm uncomfortable with until it's like I'm, I'm comfortable with. And then I try to do the complete maneuver one time before I call it quits for the day. So that's kind of what I've been doing, getting ready, still sucking, but. I'm seeing progression, you know, to a certain degree. Scott, yeah, Scott, what you been dabbling with F3N? Because you did some stuff, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I started working my way through the maneuvers. So I obviously downloaded the brochure, got kind of familiar with what I'm supposed to do, how it works, how many maneuvers you're supposed to pick, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I just blindly started working through all the maneuvers because I was like, screw it. I just want to learn how to fly better. So might as well start from the start and work, work my way along. And uh, I guess last week when we kind of prepped for the show, we started talking about it. And I realized that I had to pick some of the more difficult maneuvers in order to do any decent at all. So <laughs> I guess we went to a fun fly that following Saturday and I tried to get as much practice as I could. And that's honestly the last time I flew. So I'm pretty screwed as far as like the maneuvers practicing. And I was supposed to come up with a flight to music too. Uh, it's supposed to be more than three minutes, less than four minutes. I'm probably going to do that in the car on the way there <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I have no idea how, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at as far as lack of preparation. But um, I, I guess for the past year, I've been focusing on, uh, anything I'm not comfortable with, making sure I iron it out. So hopefully I can skate through it and not come in last place. I don't know. Probably going to be last, but I'm going to have a hell of a good time doing it. That's all that really matters. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's the, you know, at least for me, one of the motivation, because obviously I'm literally probably not going to get there until 3 a.m. in the morning on Saturday. So technically Friday is a practice day. Yeah, I'm not gonna be practicing right so but i think the big driver for me to is really to, to come to this event to this competition is to one show up and to support because we all know that competition has been getting very scarce in the states yeah and, and i feel like if me and you and others that will compete this weekend if we don't slowly start to to be present and do the best that we can with the, our situations with lives and everything else. I, I just, I, I feel like we we're not going to do right by the hobby, so to speak, growing it, hopefully. So, and one day Nick Maxwell needs to come down off the throne. <laughs> one day you can take care of that. I'll take a back seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's going to take two of us to take him off the throne, right? You'll do F3N. I'll do F3C. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, well, exactly is Nick actually going to be there, though? Not this no. time, thank God. Yeah, thank right, God. So yeah. then you got a chance. So you got a chance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what you're telling me here, that you have a yeah, chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So practice, practice, practice. But I think, you know, kind of not to go much more on this, but we might have a little more in-depth discussion on this. And I know Kyle is excited about this. I am. I think all of us are as far as discuss more competitions in the future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. Well, so Gooch, why don't you tell us, like, what are you, what are you bringing with you? I mean, what's okay. Your, what's your plan? You know? So the plan, uh, so obviously for F3C, like, I don't, I'm not like, you know, unlike Scott in F3C, the advanced class, I don't have to pick my maneuvers. The maneuvers already are what they are for that class. Okay. Right. Um, so for me, um, really is I'm bringing two helis, right? I'm bringing my Genesis 
because that's specific so to speak to f3c and then i'm bringing my kraken which uh the kraken is not really f3c set up anymore but if i have to that'll be my backup i could you know i have all the settings and everything so to speak saved um on to make it to feel you know locked in you know for f3c type flying um and I'll, I'll also probably throughout the day you know once the competition is done i'll probably just keep flying the the crack and you know just for the fun of it but you know like i'm trying to keep it simple you know because i i think that's another thing with competitions that i found out just you know practicing and everything else when you start really flying four different airframes different sizes and everything else it doesn't really help you in any shape or form at least it doesn't help me um you know like so i'm trying to keep it simple i'm not bringing any parts so if it goes in c'est la vie you know it is what it is um but you know dies, he dies. yeah you know ideally what i would like to get to a point you know for competition like i really want to have for f3c i want to have two airframes that are literally nearly identical and set up you know yeah i think that's the because I, thing to do for sure e, yeah you know and that's like what all the guys do right it, yeah two of the identicals yeah yeah i mean kyle whenever you're competing did you try you pretty much brought through two of the same airframes generally right uh in the later days i did three or four just to give myself a good chance because it only takes one bad practice flight and then the following competition flight and then you got nothing which I've had happen. I've had a practice flight crash and then go to compete and crash. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. now what? So, yeah, I would try and bring at least four usually. Yeah. So, I don't think I could afford th- four Genesis Helis. Yeah, you can. Come on. Just don't buy a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take every, t- every dollar you Priorities. made from bu- selling yeah, a house. In the car. Yeah. <laughs> well, I need to buy a camper like Kevin and um, I'll be set. I have somewhere yeah. to sleep. You said you want to win, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> these are these are sacrifices. Yeah. <laughs> How bad do you want it, my friend? How bad do you want it? Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, you know, and here's the thing, you know, it's like you, you see other pilots, you know, and probably Scott to attest to this, you see other pilots and like, holy crap, I'm going to get my ass handed to me. And probably that's going to be the case. But I, I think I'm more in competition at this stage. I'm more in competition with myself is to prove that I could do it, you know, um, and then I'll worry about competing against truly competing for first place or second or third later down the road. Um, but what I That's find really, yeah, but what I, <clears throat> um, it would be, it would be very interesting to kind of hear more of Kyle's so to speak, days of competition, 3D competitions. Um, you know, kind of how did you set up your, your competition? Like, you know, you said you, you brought four Ellie's. Did you bring a lot of uh, spare parts or you just, those four airframes is what you had and you just had to manage from that point? Um, yeah, I would bring spares because out of the four, I always had, you know, that number one that always felt like home. Um, okay. Yeah, there was always one machine that I felt truly, truly connected with. So if that one went in, I did everything I could to get it back in the air to compete again. But, you know, I always knew that I had a few more 
behind it if I had to use it. But I would just go to an, go to a competition with four helis, a bunch of parts, a bunch of batteries. You know, if it was back in the nitro days, a bunch of nitro fuel and starter, a couple starters, a couple fuel pumps, stuff like that, just to give myself the advantage of everything going wrong and still being able to compete. You know, it, it just takes away the stress of worrying about something going wrong and you can just focus on the flying and not so worry about, you know, stuff going sideways. All right. So let's, let's kind of, I guess let's take a step back, Kyle. And since Scott and I have failed a preparation, <laughs> obviously for this competition, can you take us a little bit through the, the, the 3D competition days that you, you know, on how you prepared for them, like your, your steps that you took to get to the competition? Yeah. I mean, much like what you guys have, Everything that I've competed in had set maneuvers as well, and those got released to the pilots very early on in the year. So as soon as those were released, I would immediately go to the simulator and just start hammering them out and just kind of get them somewhat presentable. Just, you know, just get the idea of it because the simulator only gets you so far. So I would just kind of get the idea of all the set maneuvers, and then I would go out to the flying field with my dad, and he would help me practice for them. And something that we learned from someone else, I remember who gave us the idea, but my dad had purchased a, a big old piece of plexiglass and he would stand back where the judges were in relation to me and he would hold up the plexiglass and it had a big like plus sign on it. And I would just do the set maneuver to what I thought was centered and, you know, even uh, entry and exit heights and all that stuff. And then he would tell me how far off I was because he could look at the look through the plexiglass to see the helicopter and then, you know, base it off of the line. So he and I used wow. to do that, yeah. you know, a few times a week, we'd meet out the field and do that and, you know, work on freestyle stuff. Uh, when it came to freestyle maneuvers, it was just kind of, I would come up with 10 to 12 maneuvers I thought were cool and just try and link them together. I never really had a solid routine for that, but I spent most of my time, most of my effective time on the set maneuvers because set maneuvers is what always won. 3D competitions back in the day. So I would spend all my energy doing that. I never really was that great at them because they're usually really weird and ugly set maneuvers, if I can be honest. So I would just fight my way through it and do the best I could. But yeah, set maneuvers is what always won competitions back in the day. So funny that you say the plexiglass um, uh, technique. I actually saw a post by somebody in Europe where they took a uh, piece of plastic, drew the lines for F3C, mm. and actually put it in front of a camera. So he would videotape himself flying, let's say, the hover maneuvers, mm -hmm. and actually you know, then rewatch the video of the maneuvers and see how they tracked on, this, on that. Uh, and it had the same thing. It didn't have a plus sign, but it had... 45s and you know lines and the 90 perpendicular so on and so forth and he was able to track you know like if let's say if he's doing a, a circle right a upright vertical circle mm -hmm. he's able to see how much he deviated and then he slowly brought it in to be nearly perfect right yeah because as a pilot what you think is centered is not centered to the judges <laughs> because there's so much further back from you they can see you know nope you went too far left or too far right and mm -hmm. like i was taught if it looks right to the pilot then you're doing it wrong funny part about that is um i was actually flying uh in front of monty and he said uh you're you, you know you, you you know, the right side, as I was hovering right side, he's like, you're not, 
perpendicular with the line. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you have to keep turning until it almost looks wrong to you. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's certain, you know, like you said, is there's definitely so much of that where if it looks perfect to you, it's probably not perfect in the eyes of the judges. Right. Right. So, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of deviations when you get 20, 30 feet back from you. Yeah. Okay. So you, you mentioned freestyle, right? So you had the freestyle, but, you know, there's a freestyle with music, right? For like, for example, F3N. Did you have the same thing in, um, in 3D competitions back in the day where you had the freestyle and then freestyle with music or it was just freestyle with music? Uh, it depended on the competition. Like, I always base everything off global 3D because they use something called the 3DX format, which is what 3D Masters used as well. It's kind of the golden standard for, okay. for 3D competitions. So they had a set maneuvers flight with no music. And then a freestyle flight with no music, and then an actual freestyle with music. And the freestyle flight was judged a little bit differently. It was just supposed to be really exciting and low and creative and innovative and stuff like that. So, like I said, I would just pick probably 10 to 12 maneuvers, and I would start doing them. And I remember it most vividly in 2019 when I was practicing with Bert. I just had a list that I had in my head and he knew what I could do and what I couldn't do. And if he saw me getting in a rut where I was just doing too many TikToks, he would take a look at the list and be like, all right, go do this. Cause like he, he, he knows my flying really well now, obviously. And, and he knows when I'm starting to get into a pattern, he'd say, all right, all right get off of that. You know, too many TikToks in a row, go do something else. So that was just kind of how the freestyle was done is just have a list of stuff that I know I can do and do well every time. And then, you know, fit it into a creative three minute flight. Okay, so did, did were the same maneuvers for freestyle that you used in the freestyle with music, or did you slightly alter that based on the music? And how did you make your music? Um, probably similar stuff. I think the music flight. What I always did was probably more of uh, I don't know. I I did music flights kind of like how Bobby Watts did it. You use the high energy stuff. You do a lot of high energy maneuvers heading towards the ground fast and stop it hard and stuff. Um, I just did music based on stuff I heard on the radio. Um, you know, just driving around, listening to the radio and, you know, save a song or use that Shazam app to find the title and stuff that I found on YouTube. I liked a lot of the, the heavy metal and, and hard rock stuff. I thought that fit my style pretty well, but I would just sit in front of my computer and I used a program called uh, Audacity. It's been around probably longer than I've been alive. And I would just mix it up and, you know, put in some transitions and intros and outros and, you know, and just, I even went as far as adjusting the pitch of the music and the speed of it if I couldn't move the helicopter fast enough to do what I wanted to do. So I would just sit at the field for a couple of days with my laptop and, and get it all dialed in. Great. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, so you definitely, you know, you, you started with the bass music, let's say bass mix, right? And then... Mm-hmm you would alter that based on what you could do with the heli. Yeah, because I, I would take the base mix and do it in the sim, and everything's always faster in the sim. So I'd have to take it out to the field and slow it down and, you know, move, you know, this song works, but it doesn't work here, you know, work, you know, closer towards the end, and, you know, just just kind of move it around. Because it, it, a lot of people kind of struggle with the choreography thing because they don't understand how to, and I'm not saying that I do know how to. I've just kind of somewhat figured it out. But you know what a maneuver sounds like in your head. Like, you know, a TikTok would work for a cool drum beat and, you know, stuff like that. Or a hurricane would work for a really fast drum beat or, you know, I don't know. You you guys know what I'm talking about. But I would just find songs that worked for the maneuvers I wanted to do and then 
then work around the music itself. You're a dancer, aren't you? <laughs> uh, you know, no one has seen it, but I got some pretty sick moves, dude. I yeah. See, I knew it. Just the way you're talking about <laughs> choreography and the music, you got moves. I know. Exactly. You're going to have to totally. see it one day. Yeah, someday, someday. Yeah. Uh, no, that's very interesting because, you know, you're, you are right, too, because you know, like, for example, like, I know I could do TikToks, but to be, for them to look better, they're probably going to be slower than yours, right? So, for me, the beat will not be as fast, right? Right, right. So, you kind of have to match that, play a little bit of a match, you know, uh, game between the cadence of the music and the cadence of your maneuver. So, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. How how long would you say that, you know, the, the makeup of the music would take you before you have it pretty good? Would it be? Uh, it, I've gotten a lot better at it in recent years. When I first started doing it, it took me a really long time. Um, in Rotor Live 2019, I want to say, 2018, 2019, the last year that I went there and competed. In the final round, I was competing against Cam Punai, and I knew that the music I had, I just didn't hold a candle to the kid. So I went back to the hotel, polished off about nine beers, threw something together, and then won the next day. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's all a balance. For something like Global 3D, I definitely spend more time on it and, and get it more perfected. But, you know, it's, it's all about what you find and the inspiration, I guess, you know. The burn. Yeah, the if burn. You feel, if you feel the burn, you're like, you know what, I'm going to lay it all out. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's from the hooker the night before. <laughs> God. Well, God. tell us about the days when you were competing it uh, against Jamie Robertson and Nick Maxwell. I mean, like, what kind of pressure were you under then? Like, did you did you feel the pressure, or are you just kind of like whatever, whatever happens? I mean, uh, the pressure came on a lot later because I've been competing since 2005 when I was about 10, mm. and up until about 20. 14 2015 i didn't really feel anything because i knew I, I never had a chance of winning i just wanted to go out and do the best that i could and that's what my dad always told me he's like you know it, it doesn't matter if you get first place or last place as long as you go out and try your best it doesn't matter right but you know at, at some point i always wanted to win but i don't know did you guys Jamie, ever want to like sabotage nick's car and be like man if we could just get his car to break down we might have a chance <laughs> God, I mean, I hate to say this, and if he hears it, I hope he doesn't get mad at me. But the, <laughs> we know you year. were thinking it. No, no, I was about to say there was a year when his helis were sabotaging him. I think right. it was like XFC 2011. Every single flight, he had a failure of some sort or something like that. Yeah, but, which know. resulted in him switching teams. I think. Uh, could have been. Could've I mean, been. I, I'm just guessing. I'm I'm from yeah. a third person, but could be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But his his style has always been an inspiration to me. It's always been different and unique from everyone else. And he's always been an excellent competition pilot and able to to pull out everything he needed when he needed it. So it's been fun to watch him. I always used to think to myself, like, you guys would show up, probably practice, and then here comes Nick, and you guys are like, damn it, he's here. Yeah, he arrived. Yeah, his car got him here. (laughs) What happened? Oh, gosh. Uh, So let's lead into... Like, you know, obviously you got it all ready to go um, as far as the competition, but like backup models, you know, you mm-hmm. said, you, you know, you carry, you know, you tried to get three to four at that point. 
Um, and I think you already mentioned it, but kind of lead us to are were those generally speaking the same same heli, same type of setup, or did, were they a little bit slightly different? Yeah, they were all the same. Uh, when I was really into it, I was flying the the three blade Kyle Stacy edition, and SAB was uh, very generous and hooked me up with a lot of those when I was uh, really into it and, and traveling around competing and stuff. So. I was getting as as accurate as I could across all models. I was weighing main blades, I was weighing tail blades, I was weighing batteries. If I had eight and a half to or eight point three six four degrees of cyclic, all of them had that. You know, I just I tried my best to get them all the same, so that if I had to use a backup, uh, it would feel as natural as it could. But you know, there's always that number one. You know, your baby, your baby, uh, best flying machine, and. I unfortunately lost that one. I had one Kyle Stacy Edition 700 that flew as perfect as I could ever imagine a helicopter flying, and I flew it through a tree. Ugh. Yeah, that was <laughs> a nice. Yeah, threw it away. Nothing left. Was it the same way when you had Flybar stuff? I mean, was it like you had a number one and... I don't... I'm going to be honest, I don't remember. That was back when my dad was doing all the wrenching and setup for me. Okay. And I don't. I, I never had nearly as many back then because uh, I wasn't sponsored to the level that I am now. So my dad was buying all my helis at that point. So mm. I think I just had one. And if it broke, then he had a lot of work out of him. <laughs> so let me let me set up this this situation. You yeah. have four four helis with you. Mm-hmm. You plow three of them in. You got one left. Do you alter your flying style from that point on in any shape or form where you just say, you know what? I practice. This is what it is. I'm going to fly it the same, even though this is my last one and I still have, you know, three heats to go. Oh, man, you got to let it rip. I've never held back due to anything before. (laughs) You just got to absolutely let it rip. Yeah. No holding back. Okay. Yeah. I do have two and a half. Otherwise, why go? Yeah, I do have a good story, though, from XFC. Um, You know, we were talking about SAB earlier, not needing maintenance. But uh, Saturday morning before the first round, I was like, you know, I got like probably a thousand flights on this tail belt. And I don't have any reason to change it, but I'm going to. And I swapped the tail belt. And on that very first competition flight, the tail belt snapped. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Preventative maintenance for no reason. And it bit me in the butt. So. Oh, wow. So you just let it run now, right? You like it? <laughs> yeah, that's why they say don't fix it unless it's broken. Exactly. It's it's going to keep going until it's not. Yep. Wow. It's awesome. Uh, one day I'll have four helis You'll for competition. Yeah. You'll be there. <laughs> All right. So let's let's make it even more interesting. Your worst competition ever. Like, give us the worst war story. I guess at this point. Uh, that would be Heli Masters 2014. I think it was the year that Duncan Bostian won. Mm. That was a year. Um, a good way to explain it, as I heard it from Jamie Robinson, is that when you peak too early, you know, you're supposed to practice and practice and practice, and then you're at your peak performance at the event. Well, I peaked about two weeks ahead of the event and i was burned out by the time i got there i was just done i had done too much flying i wasn't enjoying it you know every single practice flight just felt like i was walking backwards and not getting anything done so i think i did four or five total flights there i didn't make the finals because i i crashed myself out but i did four or five flights and i think i crashed at least three of them 
I was just making mistakes, going, just doing dumb stuff, like going the wrong way. Like I came in to do a nose down wall and I just gave no negative pitch. I just drove into the ground full speed <laughs> and just hitting the tail and other flights. Like it might, I just wasn't in it. I just, you know, just did too much. and was burned out and just mentally wasn't there. So yeah, that's the one that still gives me nightmares. <laughs> no. sorry 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 kyle yeah yeah it'll be all right yeah. i'll get over it someday he's like a few more beers tonight i'll be okay I'll, yeah i'll forget them yeah i'll move on i'll move on yeah I, I mean i think that's just part of the nature of the beast right when yeah you, you, you push so hard and i guess that's that's probably going to be you know for you know, generally speaking, you know, if you if you enter multiple competitions, like it's very easy to burn yourself out to the mm-hmm. point where it's you get to the competition and you're done before you even start it. You know, right? Yeah. So yeah. that balance is important, I guess. Yeah, because I was doing like thirty flights a day leading up to it for the past probably month ahead of time, and I was looking all right at home. Like I thought I had a pretty decent chance of walking away with it, but then. As it got closer, I never gave myself a chance to, like, you know, take a breath. I just kept pushing and pushing. And then a week before, I was like, this is just not going to go well. Just trying too hard and, you know, no time to relax and recalibrate sort of thing. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. That's pretty cool, though, that, you know, I mean, at least you're somewhat comfortable, obviously, to talk (laughs) about it. Because I guess, you know, that's the one thing is, like, everybody sees your flights on youtube right for example right mm-hmm. and they say oh my god he's you know he he's just he's a machine just like nick maxwell he's a machine but the right. fact is that you know at the same time is you know there's still a human factor that if you push too hard you know you still could have you could you could put yourself out of the competition you know oh yeah so. yeah it takes nothing especially when you're pushing and giving everything you got and you're trying to fly in inches off the ground you know it takes nothing just to to take yourself out of it in a hurry. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something that you know, and I know, like Kevin. Kevin always reminds me. He's like, "No, don't worry. One day when you push enough, <laughs> you'll find the ground too, Gucci." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's true." And you know, it, it always happens that way too. It's like when you you push too hard and you think you're there. It's just. Yeah, you know, two more inches. Story of my life. It happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. By the time I listen to that little voice, it says you should just stop. Like <laughs> it's already too late. It's already yeah. too late. You know, because yeah. I'm the person that's going to go throw another battery in the helicopter and go right back out there, even though I heard the voice, and I'm going to go plow it in six feet under. You know, <laughs> every time. NASCAR cool. Oh yeah. So yeah. <laughs> And that's happened where I've, you know, multiple times, in fact, that I'm like, you should just stop while you're ahead, man. (laughs) And I'm like, nah, let's do it. You know, and sure enough, it goes home in a bag. Yeah. You know, been there, brother. Been there. It's all right. It was like one of those days. um, Of course, this is a competition talk. It's just going to the field. But, you know, uh, when I had my Kraken and I went out there and I don't know, something, the canopy was coming off and in flight and so it pissed me off and so i like literally chucked the canopy across the yard you know to a friend of mine that was there and i went to proceed to beating on it some more and i freaking plowed it in like within the first 30 seconds you know nice and so i thought no i'm not gonna let this happen so uh i put it on the bench put a battery into the at the time i had an xl 550 and put that up and i mean back to back 
started flying it and freaking plow that one in too. <laughs> and it was within the first few seconds. So I packed my shit up and uh, my dad was with me at the time. He's just looking at me just going like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And I was like, it's just not my day, I guess. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it's a domino effect. You know? The yeah. same domino effect. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. So I Sucks. packed it up and went home. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We weren't there for more than 15 minutes. <laughs> I was like, damn. Well, at least the, the wife was happy. He came home early. Yeah, right. Well, the family was in town, of course, and they were all at, um, I don't know, it's one of those home stores where they sell a bunch of home, you know, stuff or whatever. And, uh, and so my wife was like, you're here awfully quick. What happened? And I was <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it, honey. Don't, don't worry about, about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. You see, at least you're, you at least you're close to home. Like, <laughs> I feel like in Kyle's situation where he's like, in a you know, foreign countries, like, what <laughs> mm, right. now? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, me at Urcha, only helicopter I had was an N5C, and (laughs) I think I got there Wednesday, plowed it in Thursday lunchtime, and I had nothing to fly for the rest of the weekend. Then Coop says, here, here's the X5. It's going to be yours this weekend. Sweet. That's awesome, dude. Put it up. (laughs) Ten seconds later, I freaking plowed it in. Nice. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm done. there's, There's just no point. I'm done. Yep, find the beer. Yeah, you just can't have nothing <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of all I have here, right? Anything else, Scott? Any questions, feedback? What are you talking um, about all the time, right? What's the secret to winning? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How practice. can I win first place? Uh, How practice. many head speeds does it take for first? Uh, <laughs> ask Augie. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's got enough RPM for the whole field. That's right. Maynard said. Yeah. <laughs> what was someone said? Leave some RPM for the rest of the field. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh gosh. Well. So it, it sounds like Scott, you got a chance. You know, just just listen to some music on the way there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and It'll just, be fun. That's all I'm going for. I'm I'm going as early day Kyle Stacy, where I just want to have a good time. There you hey, go. Oh, you're there for a good time. Okay. Yeah, not a long no, time. Not a, a long time. time. <laughs> uh, but that's about it. Yeah. Cool. So this was a pretty fun, interesting conversation yeah. on competitions. Yeah. Nice. And me and Scott are going to cry ourselves to sleep on Saturday <laughs> night. No. <laughs> you guys will be fine. Well, hey, wish you guys luck. Yeah, yeah at least definitely. you're trying. Yeah. If, if I get a stick there, move give radio. a radio. Stick move. If I radio? get a stick mover radio and glue the sticks together to my actual radio, and I get Kyle to go on the sim, there's a there chance. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I got you, dog. <laughs> that would be like cool. a cheater now. <laughs> yeah. No. Cheater, cheater. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I don't even know, like, really, like, how you know how many people are going to be in each class. It's very hard to to figure out who's going to compete in what, you know, what class. So we might get first place by default, Scott. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Or second. It'd be really bad if I get second and I was the only one in my class, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's how my luck works. Well, that's because they I'll gave you a second because they know you were going to lose anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you know, it's fun. I think that's what I'm going for, yeah. too, yeah. is it's support competitions fun. and fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good experience for you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you so, got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of events, uh, we have one coming up soon after this one, in fact. Uh, we have Dragonfly coming. So, who's going? Do we know who's going yet? Has there been any communication behind the scenes? Well, there. hold on a second. So, there's the Dragonfly in the same weekend, which I know it sucks, but they're in the same weekend, there's a Long Island uh, event, too. Oh, was that right? At, yeah. Yeah, that, that used to be one of my favorite events to go yeah. to. Mm. A good event. And What's what I found out is... Um, it's, it's the Edgewood Flyers event. It's um, yeah. it's Rob Rob Winder and Mark Federoff put it on. Oh yeah. wow! And I found yeah, it's out good, good, good event. I found out my sister lives 15 minutes away from the Edgewood Preserve, where it's going to be at. <laughs> mm. What what town does she live in? She lives in Comac. Oh yeah, I know Comac. It was about 40 yeah. minutes from where I lived. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's Dragonfly, and then there's the Edgewood Flyers event. Um, so I, I think a lot of the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut are going to go to the Edgewood probably. So the Dragonfly is probably going to be mostly Southern people, you know, probably Virginia, because I doubt the people from Virginia are going to go up to New York, or at least many of them. But there's two events, which is awesome. And that's towards the yeah. end of June. I think it's the yeah, last yeah, weekend. 25th of June. through the 27th of June. Yeah. So, so you're going to the Dragonfly, right, Kevin? I, uh, yeah, that's the plan. I okay. say that's the plan just in case something doesn't pan <laughs> out. But yeah, as of right now, I plan on going. So. Yeah, and I think there's some, actually some, in June, there's some events out in uh, out on the West Coast, right? Let's mm, see here. There's the West Coast. <laughs> yes, they do fly. I think there's one, there's one in San Diego in the beginning of June. Yep. Yeah. I saw that one. Uh, let's see if I can find it. San Diego Fun Fly. Yeah, I think it's June 5th. Okay. Uh, I thought it was like the 11th or something, but yes. beginning of June. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Should be a good time. I went to the Edgewater one uh, two years ago now. That was a great time. That was That's the good. one you were flying around the tree, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was not my heli, so it was even better. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with that field from the videos. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. They have, they have a nice field. There's some trees there, but you know, obstacles are always fun. So stuff to play yeah. with. Yeah, of course. All right, so June 11th through the 13th is the San Diego Fun Fly. And then this past weekend, by the time we release this, is going to be Mid Atlantic. And then we have Cincinnati SmackDown, June 10th to the 13th. Okay, cool. Okay, Leroy. so that's a yeah. Leroy Hall is putting that one on. Nice. And uh, the Dragonfly, June twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. Yeah. And then we're going to lead into July, but we'll save the July events, which will include Urcha, the Nats, yeah. and all that for a later time. So very cool. Yeah, a few events. And the best uh, place that I found out, which I just checked right now to find events, is the only find helis. <laughs> dot com events page there you go thank you shannon yeah very cool all right you guys want to wrap it up i think so let's do it it's been fun actually yeah 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 but uh 
All right. If you guys would like to get in touch with us, then you can email us at theheliheadshow at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest, you want to give us show ideas, you want to come on and talk to us, you, uh, what else? We got to come up with something. I don't know. But at any rate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is this mine? I hate well, yeah, you can bust oh, in. Oh, man. If you want to like our Facebook page, uh, it's the Heliheads Show Facebook page, or follow us and subscribe on Podbean and iTunes. Leave us a comment, and we'll be sure, sure to ignore it. <laughs> the end. No, we did get some Podbean and stuff recently. It was um, people just thanking us for doing the show and whatever else. It's, so it's always always a good time. Thank you. Yep. And we do look at those things, right, okay. Kevin? Yep, I do. Yep. I try to yeah, respond to them the best I can. <laughs> and to this day, I think the old, the very first Kyle Stacy episode um, is still the winner. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yep. That's true. 1,600 downloads. Crazy. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Huge. 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 It's huge. Yeah. That's a lot of loads. <laughs> That's a lot of loads. <laughs> and uh, as always, a huge shout out to the other Heli podcasts and video personalities in the hobby. I know there's, uh, you know, quite a few podcasts and also a lot of people that post on YouTube. So, yeah. We haven't seen anything from Full Pool School in some time, mm. you know? Mm. Mm. Pretty sure they're on like summer break or something. Is that right? <laughs> Are they on a river too, tubing? Yeah. Full pull is on a tube somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's on a tube somewhere. Yeah, it's exactly wow. where it's at. <laughs> now I, I I think between you know, as far as the other podcasts, you know, it, it's cool because you know, even we as the host on this podcast, we listen to the other podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. like it's the only way to, you know, guess, you know, listen to other folks talk about a hobby, which is always awesome. Mm-hmm. That's right. it. All That's right. It. Well, Gooch, give us your parting words, buddy. I got a few. Oh, man. Hold on. Hold on. I got to scroll down here. Scrolling down. And as always, and I will be the best hashtag flag baller at the Mid-Atlantic <laughs> Heli Championships. I will, if you guys can't sleep this coming weekend or this past weekend by the time we release, is you could always come out and watch some hashtag F3 sleep. Yep. And I don't know if Scott wants to enter, you know, the competition, the F3C competition, maybe hashtag I'll let him fly my Genesis. You know? I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to you want to fly it? Yeah. Do you want to fly? Do you fly? You fly? Do yeah. you you put the good? You make it happen? Nah. That was nice. <laughs> All right, keep going. I'll put the uh, the forty five thirty five in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez! Split the head off. so the uh, the next thing is uh hey uh skids hashtag where we at with the budget shrinking yeah Mm, a lot of shrinkage i'm gonna need you to come in on saturday Uh, this next one is pretty good, but I'm going to alter it a little bit. Hashtag, I will not fly my Genesis like skids. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Mean. Yeah. But can you imagine, smart. like, how fast you could get that thing going, though? How cool that would look? Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, right to the point of impact, right? Mm, no. 
It's <laughs> never, no. never the plan for me. I mean, that, that, that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> that was so like innocent. No. <laughs> uh, and my very last hashtag fly sexual 2021. <laughs> Anything oh, goes as Ryan. long as you like it. Honus. Honus. Yes. Yeah. Ryan. He's such a good I thought, dude. I, he saw, he was posting some stuff for sale. I'm like, what's going on here, Ryan? He's just making room for more. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. That's all I have. Fast right. post. You're next. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, boy. Hashtag bitch mittens. Mm-hmm. A new one in honor of this competition with lack of preparation. Hashtag going in raw. Mm. <laughs> hashtag rekit all the things coming to you this Saturday. And <laughs> hashtag no budget 2021. Accurate. Accurate. Oh, Lord. Kyle, do you have any you want to add? Uh, I got two. Okay. Uh, hashtag nitro raw. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. hashtag uh, hang it in a tree. <laughs> hang it in a tree. Hang it in a tree. Oh, God. Oh, that should Lord. be for the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maynard, what you got, buddy? Maintard. Um, for me, it's, you know, uh, hashtag new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. And uh, hashtag always check your links. <laughs> uh, because, hashtag uh, yeah. smoked in the last set of cyclones known to man. Yeah. Hashtag I got a RIP cyclone. Do you have a set? Yeah. You want a set, Maynard? I got a set here. Like, new? <laughs> new? I, they probably got flown once. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'll take them. 50% right. Maynard. <laughs> I'll try and find them. <laughs> I'll, buy, I'll buy a set. Of switches, if you <laughs> give me the set of cyclones. <laughs> Sold. Sold. We're in. We're in. That's awesome. He's like my my salary is paid for the week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm. All right, we got skids. Oh, uh, let's see. We've got boy, oh, man. I'm kind of gonna be glad when this one's over. By the way, I'm looking forward to the event. However, but. Hashtag July 15th through the 18th. Come to South Kanukistan. That's the Ohio Heli Throwdown with our boys Sobe and uh, Dave Karish, Todd Dudek, Gucci. So make sure you guys head up to that one. It'd be a lot of fun if you guys showed up. Kyle, you hear me? Hmm? I heard you. Yep. Mm. Loud and Scott, clear. Scott, yeah. What? Can you hear static? Maynard, you have no oh, yeah. excuse. You we can ride you. with me. No, he can't. <laughs> okay. I have to put him in a in a bag put him up above the the uh, overhead storage area of the plane i do have like uh i guess be the first time. for <laughs> south kanakistan it sounds like um christy amanti might make the trek nice yep so it's gonna be him it's gonna be charlie charlie might make the trek charlie who uh, um what's his last name uh kyle uh, Crespo. Yeah, Crespo, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, he does, He. I think he's the only other person that has a Genesis. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm trying, I think there's a few talks from some of the Charlotte folks coming up in July um, to Ohio. So there's quite a few, and we always yeah. get the Cincinnati boys. 
you know, it's the ones, the rowdy crowd, as we call them. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. You're flying bougie, right? I'm flying bougie. Yep. Okay. Coming in hot, first class. Wow. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) That's how I do. Oh, gosh. Anyway, make sure you guys are there. Uh, Head up to that one. It's going to be a good time. They're going to have a 3D competition. They're going to have drag racing. They're going to have, I don't know, lawn darting. I mean, whatever. They're going to have it all there. So, uh, grease pig catching. Whatever, you know? Will RuPaul be at the drag race? What's that? (laughs) Will RuPaul be at the drag race? Hmm. I mean, oh, not I'm, you know, I'm not the one on the budget for that one, but if it was my event, <laughs> okay. yes, that'd be awesome. But, but Kevin, okay. Kevin is running this, so he might be RuPaul. Do you want me to uh, wear a dress for you, buddy? Um, well, that's up to you. <laughs> Hashtag low-hanging fruit. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. So we also have from a boy Brandon Cooper. We got if you don't fly well, then at least crash well. Uh, of course, I am sab bougie these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hashtag Team Blue is growing. Steve oh, Yoon no. has bought two YGEs, my boy. Ooh, mm. Love it. big. That's right. Go big or go home, baby. Mm. Then we got his budget. His budget up, must be going up. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> he has a he they got a budget over there, free fall. <laughs> uh, Kyle's like, damn it. Yeah, it's okay. So we got hashtag a little dip dip break the tip. And then from our boy Kevin Teshner, we got nuclear death hurricanes. <laughs> We've got hashtag nice. when this sucker hits 88 miles an hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs> and then of course we've got hashtag only thing faster than the runs <laughs> this is so gross <laughs> and then we've got hashtag too old for hold thank you so much for listening this has been episode number 46 just hanging out with the boys we'll see you guys next time later see ya <laughs> that's gotta be the exit music peace out Freaking miracle. I guess we keep banter after all. There we go. Mm. So mole, 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 mole. <laughs> mole, 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 mole. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> God. Bless you. Yeah, we're losing Kevin. He's Dunsky. Ah, oh, man. Coronavirus ain't got nothing. <laughs> COVID, um, pardon. I've been yeah. shotted. I've been shotted. There you go. Yeah. I got my shots. Yeah. I, I believe them. that's the problem, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Never know. Where's the magazine that's got all the fucking hollow points? <laughs> right there. Right there.
Alright. Right, my magazine to fuck your ass up. Yeah. 15 rounds of fuck you, bitch. <laughs> He's like, Tom Shannon is not coming to steal my nitro. <laughs> I didn't get the invite. That's rude. Well, you know, every time I ask you, you're like, man, there's something going on for SCB. I can't say shit right now because I really do this weekend. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, filming the uh, secret. Test flying. Test what? crashing. <laughs> crashing or testing? Huh? Dude, that, who's going to be there? Huh? <laughs> Nobody. Anybody uh, important going to be there? Uh, yours truly. <laughs> no, nothing. Okay, well, <laughs> fucking Shut damn down. Duck. crickets. Fucking crickets. damn duck. I can put crickets in there. Ooh, All right, ooh. who's loading them up? Who's loading up their servos? That would be me, my good sir. What are you doing? Waiting until we're recording. I gotta fly this thing tomorrow. And we I are fucking no recording. Huh? No, like officially recording. Oh god, Kyle. Okay, ready, set, go. Ah. <clears throat> no, Kevin has to say all right here. about nighttime. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that the Corolla? Yeah. That's a new 2021 or? Yeah. Scott bought a Corolla. What the I fuck did. is oh, happening in life? Wow. Oh, my God. But it's okay. <laughs> he's, he's competing. He bought a Corolla. Jesus. This is not my only car. This is my, I drive every day and put miles on it so I don't destroy a nice car. This is awesome. Scott's had Wait. four runners and Porsches and a freaking M3. I... Oh, yeah, Corolla. That makes sense. <laughs> I see this. Is this like midlife crisis? Scott? Well, no, dude. Scott. Like, literally, what? Um, I really appreciate you being on this show, man. <laughs> Gonna leave. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, just be careful uh, with that Toyota, because um, the way I understand it is they quite they are quite magnetized to generators. So um... <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna run it over. Yeah, that's a bad uh, day. Yeah, it's on me. I love you, Kyle. I love you too, buddy. <laughs> the cruise control works great. It locks it in right into a fucking. <laughs> <end. laughs> she starts saying, "Stay on target." <laughs> target acquired. Uh, stay on target. Kevin's generator in range. I just made Kevin Teshner happy. Uh, were we going to get some background Tragic. on Maynard? What do you want? <laughs> do you like it front? You like it back? I mean, you know, whatever. Wait, well, yeah, how, how deep do you want it? <laughs> you tell me how much deep you you can take. Yeah, um, usually two knuckles, <laughs> <laughs> at least. <laughs> <laughs> On a no prep, you know, like I was yeah. prep. KY or no? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys want to do that? Did you want to do that, Maynard, or no? You guys? Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, we can do whatever you want. Just roll with it. <laughs> I put a piece of newspaper down and I'm all set. Well, that's what I'm asking here. Who, who actually has decent setups? Who cleans up after you, though, Scott? My wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, you want to do it? Yeah. I want to do it. All right. All right.
All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Little foosball. All right. Uh, let's see here. All right. Here we go. Welcome to the Hellyhead oh Show. I have a dollar thirty-three in my PayPal. <laughs> Jesus, Scott, really? <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got to keep that. <laughs> It'll be at the end. You didn't. You didn't say all right enough, Kevin. He didn't. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. All, all right. right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> 